Welcome to I'm Telling, where we have real stories from real students. Our podcast features students from South Mountain Community College Storytelling Institute, located in Phoenix, Arizona. These stories are recorded live in a classroom setting with just one take. She looked at me, and she locked her eyes on mine, and they got wide, and she said, You're a badass! Can I take your picture? I want a picture of you, you badass. Me? Sure. I had been competing in triathlons for four years, and I was doing three, four events a year, and I was having a blast, except for this day. On this day, I was down at the Tempe Town Lake, 2014, doing an Olympic distance triathlon. There had been some rain and storms in the days leading up to the event, and a lot of runoff water had come into the lake, creating a browner lake than usual. And we could see weeds floating on the surface of the lake as we were standing ready to get into the water. Now, I've seen too many nature shows where a snake comes swimming across the top of the water for me to be comfortable anytime something touches me in the water. So I have something touch me. I go, get it off of me. So I'm swimming along, and this clump of weeds gets attached kind of in my armpit and over my shoulder. And I just got freaked out, and I got rid of it. And then pretty soon there was one around my neck, and I just... It was all I could do to not just like walk on water to get out of there. But I just told myself, they're weeds. It's okay, they're just weeds. And I made it through the swim. Well, I got to the bike ride, and it's a 24-mile bike ride, and everything was going pretty well. Nothing bad was happening until about mile 20. And the route took a U-turn on rural road just over the, the bridge on the lake on the north side. And there was a median all down across the bridge separating the two lanes that would have been traffic, but it was bicycle traffic. Now I come to this U-turn, and I decided to take the turn long and wide so that I wouldn't be right by those crazy people who were trying to take a tight, sharp turn around that median. So I took my nice, comfortable old lady turn, and I saw this girl come careening down the median to take a a quick turn, and she was coming so fast I didn't even have a chance to think about what might be happening. I saw her, her wheel wobble, and I heard her scream, Oh, I'm so sorry! Bang! And her front wheel collided with my front wheel. The next sound I heard was, Ugh! as my face hit the pavement. I was laying there on my face, trying to sort of figure this out. And a couple of bystanders ran over and got me untangled from my bike. And they sat me up. And my face hurt. And I thought, I better check and see if I still got my teeth. And I did. I had all my teeth. (laughs) But my hand came back all bloody. And I sat there and the girl in the yellow jersey who had hit me was standing there, kind of sniveling and crying because she didn't know what to do. And I said, you might as well finish your race because there's nothing you can do for me here. And I asked the bystanders, how bad does it look? 
Like I didn't know if I had my skin like all split open. They go, ah, oh, you had a little rash under your nose and your, your chin. I don't think it's gonna need stitches. I sat there, <laughs> well, you know, I got a couple of choices here. I can get on my bike and ride back to the transition area and pack up and go home. Or I can call, somebody call 911. <laughs> Maybe I'm really hurt. No. And I sat there for a minute and I thought, you know, I'm okay. I'll just get on my bike. I'm going straight back to transition. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. And as I started riding my bike slowly, just kind of recollecting my thoughts, straight to transition would be going through some barriers and skipping the last four miles of the bike route. And it was weird. I didn't want to like come driving through the barriers because I'm supposed to be going that way. So I just went that way. And I'm riding my bike that last four miles and I look down and my carbon wheel was cracked. It's a $500 wheel and it's ruined and it's wobbling as I rode along. But I thought, well, I'll just go nice and slow. And I got to transition and I was going to pack my stuff and go home. And then I looked down at my legs and they were okay. There was nothing wrong with my legs. They weren't scabbed up. And I listened to them as I was walking my bike over to the rack. And my ankles didn't say anything. My knees didn't say anything. Hips seemed fine. I'm like, well, you know, if I just pack up and go home right now, I'm not going to get a finisher medal. Instead, I'll get a DNF, did not finish. And I've never gotten a DNF. And I figured that was not the day to get a DNF either. So I put my running shoes on and I went off for my six mile run. Well, I finished the event and I got my medal. Now I could pack up and go home. And I'm in the transition area. These two girls approach me. I'm wheeling my bike. I've got my backpack on, wheeling my bike out. These two girls come walking up and she goes, oh my God, what happened? And so I told her about the bike crash, the girl in the yellow jersey and the wobbly wheel and boom. And, and I said, and not only that, it broke my Garmin, it broke my sunglasses, my wheel is ruined. And then she noticed the finisher medal around my neck. And her eyes got big and she said, you're a badass. Can I take your picture? I need a picture of you, you badass. And I said, well, sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I got out my phone and I said, take one for me too, will you? <laughs> and so she took a picture of me and in the first picture I kind of smiled weakly and in the next one she said, show me your badass look. <laughs> I started thinking about it later. I mean, I'm 57 years old and I just now found out that I'm a badass. Can you imagine how excited I was? I mean, that is big news. And I wondered, I wonder if I've always been a badass. And she just told me, or had I just become a badass that day? And if I just became a badass that day, for how long is that good? Is there a statute of limitations on badassness? And I did a little research, and I couldn't find any research to show that if you're a badass, it's good for 24 hours or what. And I decided that I'm going to be a badass forever. 
And so anytime life throws an obstacle in my way, when things don't go my way, when everything turns upside down, I just say, I'm a badass, and I can deal with this. Once a badass, always a badass. If you are interested in learning how to become a storyteller, please visit our website at southmountaincc.edu forward slash storytelling.